welcome to episode one of Cream and Sugar, the podcast. Um, Wow, I just want to thank everybody who has made it this far already. Um, This has been a long time in the making, and um, we're finally here. You know, shout out to that good old imposter syndrome that keeps some of us from making the strides in the directions we know we are meant to go, but we're here. And no more on that. You know, first and foremost, I just wanted to thank anybody who contributed to, you know, choosing this topic today. I put a poll out on my Instagram and lo and behold, you know, out of the few options, the topic chosen was (laughs) is single-handedly the most difficult topic that I have spent years in therapy, (laughs) hours of, you know, of of work, countless hours of work, and I'm sure many people can relate when we talk about our relationships with our parents. And if anything is true here, it is that it's clear that this being the topic that was chosen by folks is just proof that we're all in this together. We're not alone, and we all have so much in common when it comes to this 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 treacherous realm <laughs> that can sometimes be really hard to navigate. But that's what we're here for. That's what we're here to talk about. So, you know, I'm naming this Navigating the Impossible, but, you know, this these tools that I have learned that I hope to share with you guys today is to make something that felt impossible, possible. Something I heard today on Instagram from Colin, aka Queer Cosmos on Instagram, was you can't change the past, but you can change how you make sense of it. And with that in mind, we are going to go straight into our first point of removing the lens of our childhood. You know, this has really been a life-changing shift in my perspective of viewing my parents as adults rather than my parents. Somehow their behaviors, their antics are no longer personal. They never were. They were never ours to carry. But making the commitment and change in our perspective to choose to see them as an adult will really make an effect, a positive effect, on how we move forward in these relationships. You see them as their traumas, their experiences, their hurt inner children. I mean, you really get a chance to have a different level of empathy that we never really gave ourselves the chance to have for them. With that comes the opportunity to reintroduce yourself. Not only are we removing the lens of seeing them as our parents and seeing them as adults, but we are going to need to ask them to reciprocate. And in order for them to really see you, there has to be some level of reintroducing who you are now. If they have always seen you as their child, the little little girl, the little boy who didn't clean their room, didn't do the dishes, got, you know, less than quality grades on the report card... If you haven't had the opportunity to reintroduce yourself and let them know who you are right now today, now's the time. Can they remove their lens? Can they see and respect you as the adult you are now? Sometimes yes, oftentimes no. But depending on how they receive that reintroduction is how you decide to move forward. This is where we might start to see some pushback. You know, at this point, we're changing the dynamic. It's no longer parent's child. It is adult, adult. They have the choice to participate just as much as they have the choice to reject this change. 
And that's really going to lead us into our next point of leveling the playing field with clarity. And in order to do that, I think it's really important to have spent time getting to know yourself, spent time in other relationships, other interpersonal relationships, whether they be friendships, romantic relationships, but any opportunity where you've had the opportunity yourself to learn more about yourself, your boundaries, your expectations. We've learned new standards, and now it's time to enact those standards in our familial and parental relationships. We get to a point where that shit don't fly no more. There's just certain things that once flew because we were teenagers or children, but you get to a certain age, a certain point in your life, or you've expected a certain level of respect, integrity, reciprocity from other people in your life. And there comes a moment where you just cannot go another day um, expecting anything less, even if it means the fight that you have to put up with these parental relationships. Now, ideally, communicating clear boundaries and expectations will do the trick, but excuse the large capitalized LMFAO that just comes across my visual screen here of what a fantasy that would be. Um, And I really hope that's your truth, but for a lot of us, it's just not. It's just not. But what do we do in those moments when we have clear communication of our boundaries and they just are not well received? Well, we stick to them. That's what we do, we stick to them. And it's unbelievable how difficult it is for us who are not raised in homes where boundaries are clear, let alone followed through with. But it becomes something that you won't regret. It's kind of amazing how much of the letdown and disappointment that we feel, we don't identify it as our own, but a lot of times it's our own. We have let ourselves down by not upholding our boundaries. We have let ourselves down by not honoring a certain level of respect that we demand from anybody that we have in our life solely because of the title of a relationship. One tool that has been helpful for feeling heard and respected, (laughs) I can't help but giggle a little bit, but it was shared with me. Um, It's called the adult timeout. And the adult timeout is not quite the same as a child's where you grab them by the hand and you lead them to a corner and you nicely explain to them what they did wrong and, you know, give them a few minutes and then they get to rejoin, you know, society. But ultimately the adult timeout is a little more aggressive in the sense of it's not necessary to follow up with an extreme explanation of what they did wrong. Because let's assume at this point we have already placed some really clear boundaries for a good period of time where your expectations are clear and when a boundary is crossed, it almost as if it's a choice. So now you have a choice. You get to remove yourself completely. Something I've learned that has really shifted this particular relationship with parents is engagement at this point in our life as adults, as grown-ups, with full and complete autonomy over our body and our decisions, 
engagement is a choice. You know, I've learned going blue in the face over something you've already expressed matters to you is a losing game. And continued engagement almost seems like permission to cross boundaries over and over and over again. So what do we get to do? We can stop the conversation. We can leave the room. Hang up the phone. You know, I, this isn't quite the same to me as hanging up the phone, leaving a room, completely stopping a conversation in a dysfunctional way where you're avoiding a difficult topic that needs to be discussed or, you know, this, this is creating space, a necessary space. This is honoring your boundary. This is honoring yourself. And though it will feel uncomfortable, the long haul will show that honoring yourself is always the better choice. Let's try something different. Let's see what happens. What could it hurt? You have, you have to try something different if you want to see different results. And that saying, doing the same thing, expecting different results is the definition of insanity, rings so true here. Because I can't help but explain the way I felt for years trying to navigate these scenarios. It, it would drive you insane. But ultimately, we were trying for a long period of time the same thing over and over again. It wasn't until I started trying new tools, new tactics, where my result changed. Did the overall big picture result change? For me, no, it didn't. But everything changed for me, for the better, if that makes sense. Another great thing that came from Colin with Queer Cosmos on IG he said, it's not your fault, but it's your responsibility. And that is so important when navigating a relationship or relationships where there are fingers to point, there are, there's pain and tears and a lot of hardship. But now, now it's no longer about pointing fingers at whose fault it is. It's now our responsibility to take the reins and decide how we want to maneuver this relationship going forward. And to wrap up with a point that I think is really important across the board in all relationships, but also really, really important when it comes to dealing with our parents, is considering do they even have the capacity to meet your wants, needs, desires? Better yet, and I think even more importantly, can they meet the bottom line? Do they have the capacity to meet your bottom line, your boundaries, and your respect? There's a high probability that most of our parents won't be able to live up to this ideal standard of which we've created in our mind of who they are and who they should be and what they could have done differently and who we want them to be in the future. But ultimately, what's most important is who we need them to be right now. Can they do that? Yes or no. And either way, can they bare minimum respect what you need from them in order for you to feel welcome in continuing a relationship, engaging in a relationship where it doesn't feel detrimental to your well-being? And... Like I said, this is a really important tool to evaluate all your relationships in your life, your friends, your partners, romantic or platonic, 
do people have the capacity to meet you where you are asking them to meet you? And if the answer is no, what are you going to do from there? You cannot ask somebody to show up for you in a way that they are incapable of, but you can ask them to respect you for who you are. And I think it's okay, in my humble opinion, I think it's okay for that to be the bare minimum, enough for us to coexist, to enjoy being in the same space together, which at the end of the day, I think is something we could all settle for. Ultimately, if peace is something that we're trying to achieve, we can't push up against resistance with more resistance for what? Our egos, our needs, our selfish wants? No, we have to be fair. And fairness is considering what other people can and cannot do. So you know, these were just a few tips where I felt really moved when they came across my radar. Like I said, I spent years figuring these handful of tips out that may not seem very profound, but somehow when you're in the thick of it are actually life-changing shifts in our perspectives. So these these episodes will continue parental relationships are god willing you know long lasting and forever for us and we will always have a lot to talk about and i didn't want to talk your ear off too much i just wanted to dibble or dabble a little bit into this really difficult realm that i think we all need help we all need support we all need validation by hearing other people's experiences And I'm really looking forward to getting more in-depth and personal with y'all. So thank you. Thank you for tuning in. It's been a pleasure. Stay connected and updated with new content on Instagram at Cream and Sugar Podcast. I'm looking forward to our next coffee day together. Much love.